Welcome to Season 3, Episode 29 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Hello again. Good morning. Wow, we have had a fantastic week, a week of firsts. It has been a week of firsts, and this is one of my favourite things about being on the road full-time, watching Jasper grow and experience and learn, is really getting to participate in those firsts with him. Do you know, when we first started out, there's another first, (laughs) our friends and family were our subscriber base, Mm -hmm. and so... The comments were always, God, we just love watching Jasper grow up mm-hmm. each week that we're not with you, but we're, you know, present in that we're able to watch that happen. Mm-hmm. And now what's happened is that we've got all these extended friends <laughs> and, and people we've really never met, but that um, feel like they know us, certainly, from watching the show. And they're saying, gosh, we love watching your family grow and particularly watching Jasper mm-hmm. So it is really lovely, that part of it. I think at um, the beginning we were uncertain how that would play out and how we felt about it as parents, you know, being uh, obviously public about our lifestyle and living and and the way we were doing things. And obviously there's a a, a line and a boundary of, you know, how you portray uh, what you're doing and particularly, you share that. Yeah. particularly with kids. But I'm actually so glad we're doing it, you know, because it's, again, it's that time capsule that we're able to, to capture. And then also, given the year that has been, it's it's given people also something to look forward to for themselves, particularly grandparents that maybe haven't been seeing their own kids or, you know, it, that's been really great, that response as well. Yeah, you've absolutely nailed that. I had an awesome opportunity yesterday to actually have a chat with some of our beautiful viewers who, who watch our YouTube episodes every every week. And they just, that's the one thing. And I think that's the common theme that we hear so often is that people love watching Jasper and whether it's because of Jasper or whether it's because, you know, they're missing their own grandchild or they're, you know, missing their own son or daughter or whatever it is, you know, whether they're big or little or it's so wonderful and it's it's how nice is it for us too and I think that's a really important part of it for us is to have that connection back and, you know, have that um, that feedback and that feeling like we are able to add value to somebody else's life through mm. what we're doing. And it was so wonderful just to have that chat. And, of course, you know, the the theme that we hear all the time is is how awesome it is to, to experience what Jasper gets to experience, whether, you know, they are a family member of ours or whether they are, you know, somebody from across the world somewhere just getting to watch our content. You know, if you've been listening and uh, following our podcast, you'd know that Katie and I met at Australia Zoo and we were involved with the Irwin family, uh, Steve and Terry and Bindi and Robert. And it was interesting one day, Steve said that 
you really are a product of your environment. Mm -hmm. And when you look at Bindi and the way she's been grown up and into this life, you know, it's no different had we been farmers. Mm. And his analogy was that if we were on a farm, then she'd be, you know, tending to the field and feeding the cows and getting up and then eventually driving the tractor probably when she's 13 and, Mm -hmm. you know, but they were very much born into the public arena, you know. So, uh, yeah, that stuck with me that at the time I was like, right, that's really interesting when you look at it like that. And certainly that was, for me, my upbringing in such a large family, a large entertaining family that, you know, with the seven kids and mum and dad all vying for attention, you know, being part of that. Uh, environment certainly formed up what my life has become. Mm. And I can see that with Jasper, whether that's, you know, the way he's now calling the shots on (laughs) on camera angles or his language, his terminology, his awareness, and now moving into his understanding of what that means Mm. is, is really enjoyable. But it's also a big job as a parent to... Really check yourself that you're making the best decisions. Yeah, that's right. To to manage it, I think, and um, I guess it's kind of the same in every household. Really, the children are going to be a product of their environment. Mm, you know, yeah. whether they're doing something like what we're doing or not, whether they're living, you know, the the life that we were living previously. Um, yeah, if you grow up on a beach, you're probably going to end up at nippers and surfing. And if you yeah. grow up in the country, then exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it is interesting, but it is cool to watch. And like you say, Paul, more recently, um, Jasper's comprehension of the filming and editing side of what we do is really coming to the forefront. And, um, I was saying to the guys yesterday when we were chatting, it's so awesome now because he can be laying on the bed with Paul watching, gosh, it could be Paw Patrol or Bob the Builder or whatever it is that he's into at the moment. And out of the blue, he can give Paul a little nudge with his elbow and say, that was a good shot, Dad. We should do one of those shots in our episode. Yeah, how they panned wide or, you know, whatever it is. That's so true. It's uh, I'm just like... Did you just say that? That's yeah. yeah. That's actually, it was right. Taking notice of the the camera angles and you know what is pleasing to the eye. So it'll be interesting to see where that develops for him mm. because he is uh, he's very passionate about it and he's very happy to direct us and tell us what he thinks we should be doing and saying. So um, at four years old, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Mm. It's the 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 level or the balance of encouragement and pushing, isn't Mm, it? Yeah, you're right. You know? Okay, back to my show notes. Talking about farming, my segue is to an incredible property, Susan River Homestead. Mm. It's located on the Fraser Coast. It's about 25 minutes south of Harvey Bay, Mm -hmm. about 15 minutes north of Maryborough. Wow, what an experience we've had there. 
It really was a wonderful week. And actually, this is a property that we've driven past many, many times. We've Mm. traversed that road, whether we've been heading north or heading south, and we've seen it off in the distance and never quite, I suppose, knew that we could go and actually stay there and camp there with our van. That's right. I thought that it was offering more of a team building corporate stay, farm stay, uh, which is definitely something that they've offered and and have done. But the setup now for campers is fantastic. And it was just by chance that we got to stay there. And this is actually leading into where we were talking about Jasper's firsts (laughs) at the very beginning of the uh, podcast. My parents had stayed with us down at Kira Beach, their first is uh, is now that they're living full time in a caravan. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Go Granny and Granddad. Yeah, and they're making their way north slowly up the coast. And we were going to be in the Fraser Coast region. They were going to stay at this one particular park, and it didn't quite work out. They didn't really feel like this was the right place for them when they arrived. And so we looked on WikiCamps, that wonderful app, and. Susan River Homestead popped up and we were like, wow, you can stay there. And the best part about this was that we were able to join them and have a wonderful time as a family, really in an environment that was set up by a family for families. Yeah, and this family, the McLean family, who built and have operated Susan River Homestead since the early 70s, are just gorgeous, welcoming people. Norm, the patriarch, is still there and involved in every part of the business, whether that's checking you in when you get there, whether that's cruising around on his four-wheeler on the farm. Cooking up the the daily massive farm breakfast that you can also book in and enjoy. Absolutely, (laughs) or even doing the bread run with the head of cattle that they operate on the farm. It is a working cattle property, but they offer so much more for guests as well. And you can actually choose what you participate in and whether you want a real adventure style ranch stay or whether you want to just kick back and relax and take in the beautiful green pastures and the 80 head of horses that they have on site. That's so true. Mum and Dad in their van were right next to us and the sites are pretty large, aren't Mm, they? Yeah. And they had, you know, what we would refer to as pole position. My mum really sat out there in her sort of recliner camp chair and just watch the horses going past every day. They're doing two rides a day, so she's sitting out there taking in that, yeah, just really beautiful view. Yeah, it was a really relaxing environment, and it felt like a really different environment too. I love when you go somewhere and you pull up, and immediately you have this sense of, we haven't done this before. You know, Mm. this feels completely new. And that's what it felt like at Susan River because it is, it is a working farm. You know, they have, they have staff on the farm doing 
their daily jobs every day and you get to not only witness that but you get to participate in that too if you want to and so it just has this really beautiful feel to it. Um, Paul mentioned the sights too and I do just want to say when you talk about sights you know it conjures up like a caravan park feel and it wasn't that at all. They had cleared a paddock so to speak, and it was almost a bit of a choose-your-own-spot. But what is awesome is that they have put in infrastructure, so they have put in all of the power and water and grey water services, so if you need those, you can absolutely have access to them. And if you don't, you just go and pick a spot. Go out into the paddock and pick a spot where you want to camp, which is also really awesome. So whilst it does have the facilities of a caravan park. It's very much a open base for you to enjoy. And there's also then the two tennis courts, a pool area, another bar area. There's 16 motel rooms, which is I think where they have a lot of the, I guess, the team building corporate stays Mm -hmm. come. And there's also a 17-acre lake so you can hire a boat with the driver and do water ski. Mm-hmm. Or you can bring your own jet ski or stand-up paddleboards or whatever water sports you'd like to enjoy. But the real highlight would have to have been the horse ride oh. that we did with the granddaughter, Abby, who was just delightful. And what an experience. I mean, I know personally it has been many, 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 many years since this backside of mine has been on a horse. <laughs> And we just had an absolutely wonderful time. I was actually really surprised at Jasper's response. I wasn't sure because he has not spent any time around horses at all. And, you know, it could go either way. But he was super excited. He was in his new cute little gumboots and his riding pants. And he definitely looked the part. And he came at this experience with a mature, confident attitude that I think really blew Paul and I away. I actually mm. think he was a bit more confident than the two of us. Look, it it was really great to have that choice uh, for him to ride on his own horse or ride up front with Abby, mm-hmm. the lead rider and instructor, and certainly our choice was – Go with Abby, yeah. uh, which he did choose, which was great. And they were on a beautiful horse, Sun. And, yeah, she obviously, this is her life. She's been riding since she was four, I think, or mm-hmm. three. And so her ability and skill to, to manage another little human in front of her and the horse. And then there was about 25 riders. They do have 80 horses, mm. which is incredible. So quite a large trail ride group. The ride was about two and a half hours, two and three quarter hours. So quite a long time really to be out riding. Uh, There are open paddocks that you can basically have free rain and you're encouraged to as well. So depending on your level or your confidence as a rider, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can just keep moseying along with the with the trail and the horses will just follow each other or you can get out and have a really good 
canter or gallop. It was just wonderful, wasn't it? And really nice for Paul and I too because Jasper was with Abby and, you know, her job is to make sure that everybody is happy and and safe and, and where they need to be. So oftentimes she would be bringing up the rear of the group or she would be up the front. And so it gave Paul and I the opportunity to uh, plod along on our horses, Stratus and Billy, and have a moment together, which was really, really lovely as well. And watch Jasper flying past. Yeah. <laughs> he did more cantering and trotting than Paul and I put together. But I tell True. you what, his little tushy was definitely cushioned sitting up there on that pillow and Paul and I were feeling it for a few days afterwards. Yeah, look, it, it, it really was a wonderful experience. The other part of the farm stay uh, that we all enjoyed as a family and even my dad, Peter, granddad, Papa Feelgood as he's now affectionately known, uh, joined us for the bread run to Ooh. feed out all of the cows. Another first for us all too, huh? Yeah, it reminded me kind of like a an old American hayride, you know? Yeah. Uh, because my, my family had travelled over to America for six months when I was a teenager and we got to do some of these kind of farm ranch stays in our RV, our big motorhome back then. And so it did have that feel and mm. it reminded me very much of that. Uh, they uh, pile you into the back of a, a trailer that is like a, an old carriage, uh, all open air, and piled up around you are fairly fresh loaves of bread that are basically the leftover bread from the local bakeries in the, in the region. And, I mean, there are hundreds of loaves. Mm -hmm. Now, this is not an exaggeration. When you hop in, you just think, how are we going to get rid of all of this Mm -hmm. bread? Mm -hmm. And then as soon as we're out into the main cattle area, they bip the horn, and the cows come running. Now, (laughs) to actually see this uh, was quite exciting for everyone. I, I don't know what. I was expecting, but not that. Uh, So they kind of keep driving and the cows are now just all running in this herd, just literally salivating, just so excited because the bread's here. I mean, this happens every single day. Then next minute they're like, right, break them up and start throwing the bread out. And so it just becomes this kind of chaotic, fun feast. Yeah, it was pretty awesome, wasn't it? I love that part of driving into the paddock and there was not a cow to be seen. And as soon as that horn bipped, <laughs> all of a sudden over the little hills, yes. you could just see these ears flopping like crazy as these big cattle were running towards us. It was pretty amazing. Do you know what it made me think of, Paul? What's that Billy Crystal movie? Forget Paris? No, come on. Where they're like, they're on horseback and they're City slickers. City slickers. <laughs> it that's totally what it made me think of. We were in the back of this, like Paul said, this hayride carriage, feeding out all of these cows who were so happy to see us, and many of them just ate straight out of our hands, right? Yeah, which was so cool. Jasper just again thought this was the best experience. He was laughing and just having so much fun. Look, it's a free experience as well. The horse riding is a paid experience Mm. and same with the water sports. Uh, If you're 
looking for a boat and a driver, uh, of course you can bring your own gear. Uh, but I think it's just such a wonderful experience mm. to invite guests to be a part of because it is uh, a daily activity that is required. It's not, you know, it's something that – They don't just put it on for the yeah, guests. Yeah, it's not like a yeah. ticketed show, yeah. uh, but it's certainly entertaining. Yeah, and I love that Jasper got to do these experiences like that with Grandad as well. So really special memories being made. Look, this uh, place as a farm stay really has, I think, ignited a different way of caravanning for us in that we will really seek out other mm. places like this, mm. you know, instead of uh, the options being a paid caravan park or even a free camp, mm. if we can find farm stays along our journey, it, it is so wonderful as an educational experience. Mm. It, you know, there's there's so much value in it. And also a really brilliant way to connect with people and that's a huge part mm. of what we love about Travelling Australia is the people that we get to meet and People like Norm and his family who, you know, have built this place with their bare hands and have been mm. working the land and, and are passionate about providing such a wonderful experience to their guests. I love sitting down with Norm at the dining table and flipping through these beautiful photo books of the property and hearing the stories that he had to tell of, you know, the adventures from his family and and creating Susan River and just such a wonderful storyteller and mm. such a wonderful host. And I think staying in environments like this, like you said, Paul, you have the opportunity to connect and meet with incredible people and I'm excited for that too. Mm. I can't wait to go back there. They actually uh, in their family have the youngest boy, Guy McLean, who is this – Super the famous. horseman of Susan River. Yes, the horseman, that's right. Touring the States. He's uh, back, I think, doing some tours around Australia. And I'm guessing if you're out there and you're a, a horse lover, you probably have heard of, of their son, Guy. So really, again, an in- incredible story. I mean, had they not moved and purchased Susan River, Guy would be probably an accountant in Sydney. So, again, it's that product of your Mm -hmm. environment. It's amazing, isn't it? It sure is. It absolutely is. And and all about finding your passions too. Okay. So, we're going to wrap it up there. Now, again, the place is actually called, the full name is Susan River Homestead Adventure Resort. Mm -hmm. Isn't that actually great that it, it, it completely sums up that you can take or leave the adventure. It has a resort feel, homestead. I mean, it. It really is all of that. Mm, yeah, mm. absolutely. And the website is susanriver.com if you want to jump online right. and check it out. And yeah, make sure you tell them the Feel Good family sent you. <laughs> now, we've got a giveaway. Yes. This is awesome. We recently had featured a product that we were testing called Ground Dogs. And it's awesome. It is an awning anchor kit. Mm-hmm. We love it. We reached out to the family that own and operate it. Mm-hmm. Local Queensland family, love that too. And they've sent us five packs to give away. So awesome. And we did tease this in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. And so the giveaway is now open. Woo! So all you need to do if you do want to be in the draw to win one of these packs is jump onto our YouTube channel, 
make sure you've subscribed, hit that bell notification. And in our latest episode that features Susan River Homestead, drop us a comment. You'll see the segment on the giveaway. Let us know why you want to win one of these ground dog sets, how they're going to change your RVing experience. And the competition's open until the 28th of January. So still plenty of time. 2021, in case you're listening to this in the future. (laughs) Good luck. These awning kits are awesome. I have to say, we have been so just pleasantly overwhelmed with the amount of comments that we're receiving from people who want to win one of these awning kits who really see the value in them. So make sure you've got to be in it to win it, right? We've got five to give away. That's right. They're valued at $130 each anchor kit. And the episode on YouTube is episode number 72, if you're looking for it, if you want a quick reference. Mm -hmm. And again, we will direct you back to our website if you're looking for more content, free resources, tips, tricks, hacks, what to do's, where to go in the RV lifestyle and community, visit our website, all the W's, Well, we hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Look after yourself. Look after your family. And happy trails. Yeah.